Hello, and welcome to Let's Weigh In. I'm your host, Brogan, and this week we are going to be talking about eight healthy habits. These are going to be simple healthy habits that you can incorporate into your daily life, your daily routine to get just a little bit healthier. But before we dive into those eight habits, let's do a recap of my week because it has been insane. Okay, so if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I took a few days off social media this past week because your girl fucking needed it. That's why. And I just needed like a nice little mental reset. And it is so important to remember that social media is like a highlight reel of everyone, right? And sometimes you just need a break from it. And sometimes it's good for your mental health to have that break. So don't be afraid to turn off the apps, not to post everything that you're doing every five seconds for just a few days. See how you feel. Check in with yourself. Um, It's amazing what you will feel when you're not posting anything at all. Because honestly, for the few days there, I was just stressed. I was going through a bunch of stuff with some family and things. And I just didn't feel like smiling and being like, hey, when that wasn't really how I was feeling. So I just stayed off of it rather than spread negative energy. Okay, now I'm back and I'm good. I even took a day off of work. For those of you who don't know, I do have a full-time job, not just social media-ing and fitnessing. <laughs> I have another full-time job. And sometimes it, it be a lot, okay? And this last week, it was a lot. Now we're in a new week. It is, it's Tuesday. I'm recording this podcast one day before it airs. <laughs> And this week so far, much freaking better. We had a holiday weekend. It was a Labor Day weekend. I hope you guys all did something for yourselves this nice long weekend. I had a Friday off as well because I needed that mental health day. And don't be afraid to take it if you need it. If you need mental health day, you don't have to explain yourself to nobody. You just say, I need a day, okay? And I don't do that all that often. Like, don't be doing it once a week. That's a bit excessive. But you know, every couple of months or so, you just need a day. And all I did was lay at my sister's house and just sit with her and talk with her. We watched Love Island a lot. If y'all watch Love Island, we need a whole podcast just to discuss. <laughs> I have watched all of Love Island, the UK, the Australian, and the US version, literally every season ever. And now I'm watching the new US version. And like your first two, three episodes, you're like, I don't think I can watch this season. It's just so cringy and so awful, but it gets better. It really does. Um, but anywho, this, this podcast is not about Love Island, although I could do seven podcasts about Love Island. So that was my week. I'm just really freaking busy and I took that time for myself and I felt so much better. But like lately my workouts, I've been killing it. I've been doing that intermittent fasting, which if you've been listening to my podcast, I've mentioned before. So typically, depends on what shift I am at work. Like usually I work 2.30 to 11.30 p.m. at night. So I won't eat until like 2 p.m. during the day. But when I'm on like the nine to six shift, which I am currently this week, I stop eating at 5.30 p.m. and then I eat at like 10.30 a.m. Because I cannot be awake and not eat until 2 p.m. Like I'm up at 6 a.m. No way. (laughs) But it's been really, really working. If you follow me on Instagram, I posted a bikini selfie today. 
And I would say that I'm starting to see some pretty good results. My leanness is really coming out now that summer's over. Thank God. <laughs> it's okay. Summer really never ends in Florida, so it's always bikini season. So if you have never tried intermittent fasting, I suggest trying it because honestly, your stomach like sh- like shrinks. I know that sounds weird, but like you just get less hungry because you're eating like overall just less like you're eating in a smaller window but you just you're not as hungry like I had two pretty small meals today and I am so full and I'm satisfied and I'm good not starving myself at all I'm just I'm satisfied and you get used to it for the first like week or so you're really hungry at first you're like oh my god but drink that soda water chug some more water try some gum and you will be good okay all right Now, let's get into the meat of this podcast. Enough talking about me. It's not what you guys are here for. You're here for your eight healthy habits. Okay. Number one. This one is wild. Not really. Drink eight ounces of water before every meal. Boom. Can you hear that snap? Boom. Okay. Snaps for Brogan. You guys ever seen Legally Blonde? If not, you won't get that reference. Anywho, so this is super important because one, it's going to keep you hydrated. Everyone thinks that they're hydrated when they're really not. You know, like when you pee and it's super yellow and you're like, oh my God. But then when it's white, you're like, holy shit, I'm hydrated. Look at that bitch. It's like, you can just judge it by your pee. (laughs) I know that's super weird, but I know you all do it because I do it. And... Not only is it a good way to stay hydrated, but water fills you up. Like 80% of the time when your stomach is growling and you think you're hungry, you're probably just thirsty. Happens to me all the time. My stomach's growling. I'm so hungry. Sometimes it's right after I ate. And then I will just chug some water and I'm like, oh, just kidding. She was just thirsty. So it's always a good idea to just chug water before your meal. And it doesn't have to be a full eight ounces, but like, wake up, drink eight ounces. Before you have breakfast, drink another eight ounces. Lunch, dinner, every time you want to eat, just drink eight ounces. That way you know that when you're eating and you still feel hungry, like it's actual hunger because you can't be thirsty because you just drank it all. But no matter what, you're going to feel less hungry because you just drank a bunch of water. So you're not going to overeat. It's a great idea. I 10 out of 10 recommend. That's why it's on my list of healthy habits. And it's number one on the list because it's so hard to get your water in for the day. Like it is recommended that you drink half your body weight in ounces of water. So like I weigh one, we'll, we'll round up a little, 150. Oh shit, I don't do math very well. So <laughs> we're gonna pull out my calculator. I know I should be able to do 150 divided by two. <laughs> and in my head, I said 75, but until the calculator said it, I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to look stupid, even though I did anyway. <laughs> so I'm supposed to drink 75 ounces of water a day, but it just depends. Like I'm not trying to drink a freaking gallon. Like I've done 75 hard and I tried to do a gallon of water and I was in like physical pain every single day because it was so much water. My tummy was just so full. So don't like over drink water. Half your body weight in ounces of water is perfect. So I want you guys to get a little bottle that is eight ounces or have a giant bottle that like measures out for you how much eight ounces is or something so that you know, okay, I'm chugging water before this meal. And you're going to think of me every time you do it. And it doesn't have to be like boring plain water. You could add some lemon in there if you want. Some people put raspberries in or some other kind of berries, strawberries in the water. I mean, that stuff is good too. 
Uh, I mean, plain water is obviously best for you, but adding in some berries to get a little bit of flavor ain't gonna kill. Okay, tip number two, meal prep every Sunday or just once a week, whenever you want. And then try to only eat out on the weekends. Now, I know that like your typical person, we're no longer a Monday through Friday group of people. A lot of us do work Saturdays and Sundays. Maybe you have a different two days off. Whatever two days off you have, because y'all should be getting two days. Now, sometimes we have some overtime shifts and you might work a six day week, sometimes a seven day week. I've done it, we've all done it. But try and like, on your typical you know, weekdays, whatever days that may be, try and not eat out. Or if you're a girly who is like, no, I still work on the weekends, but like I'd rather eat out on the weekend with all my friends and then still behave on the weekdays that I'm off. I know that sounds really weird. But like, okay, let's just say you're off Monday, Tuesday, right? But you don't wanna eat out Monday, Tuesday because you'd rather save it and eat out on the weekends with your girlfriends who also have the weekend off, that's fine. But pick some time a chunk of five days where you don't eat out. You just need to eat out on the weekends. It's so important to have that schedule. And I know sometimes people are like, oh, you want to go out for drinks on a Wednesday? No. Mm -mm. Now, life is about balance. I'm a firm believer in that. So like every once in a while, yes, splurge on a Wednesday evening and go to wind down Wednesday with your girls. But like this doesn't need to be an every Wednesday event. It should be like a once every few months or so, maybe once a month if you're really feeling yourself. But really try to just eat out on the weekends, meal prep, because that is what's going to save you. I know some people like myself (laughs) hate cooking, but when I get home and I have been running around all day, I've been running errands or whatever the case is, if I get home, whatever is made and whatever is easy is what I'm going to grab because I'm probably really hungry and I'm probably ready to eat. I might be in a rush. I don't have a lot of time. So whatever's just ready. And sometimes that's not always the healthiest things if I haven't meal prepped. That is why I do not keep snacks in the house. I do not keep sweets in the house. Zach knows that. And Zach is also the same as me. We meal prep. Well, I cook. Although he cooked this week. I'm a little a little worried about the chicken because I didn't cook it, but I had it today and it was pretty good. But typically, all meal prep for us, we eat in, we don't we don't binge, we don't do anything wild on the weekdays, and then we kind of splurge a little more on the weekends, allow ourselves to eat out, we have a date night, things like that. So meal prep, it's so important, is even if you really, really hate cooking, like me, it's okay, find something super simple. Like here's how I meal prep. I buy, but keep in mind, there are two of us eating. So I buy three or four packages of chicken tenders, like the little skinny chicken tenders. I don't like the big chicken breasts. They're way harder to cook, and I feel like they never get fully cooked. So I buy the little skinnier chicken tenders from Publix or wherever your grocery store is. So three to four packets of those. And then I get usually one packet of ground beef. I used to do the lean ground beef, but... Honestly, it just doesn't taste as good, and you eat ground beef for some good fat, so I was like, screw it, and I just get the regular ground beef now. So right when I get home from Publix, I put all of my chicken into a really big mixing bowl, and then I dump olive oil over the chicken. That way, your seasoning sticks to it, and I stir it up, and then I take all my seasonings. Usually, I'll take like lemon pepper, 
salt, garlic powder, and like chili lime seasoning. Those four have been my go-to lately. And I will cover the chicken in all four of those spices. So I'll just put them all on and I'll stir it around. And I might put like the top on and shake it around so that the chicken is covered in all the seasonings. Then I get my air fryer. I put some tin foil in the air fryer and I fill up the air fryer and I do 10 minutes at 400 degrees. Wow, I just had a little brain fart. 10 minutes at 400 degrees and then I flip the chicken after the 10 minutes and I'll do another nine minutes at 400 degrees and then I let it sit in there for five minutes. So 10 minutes, 400 degrees, flip it, nine minutes, 400 degrees, might be 450, no, it's 400. And then I let it sit there for five minutes and then I take it out, I put them in my little to-go container and then I put the next chicken in and I just do that for all the chicken. And while I'm doing that with my chicken, I take my ground beef and I put it on a big skillet on the stove. Again, put olive oil on it, stir that up. And I actually use the like taco seasoning packets. So freaking good. So I put the taco seasoning packet all over the ground beef and add a little bit of water into the pan. I might add some garlic powder with it too or whatever I feel like. Stir it up, wait till it gets nice and brown. It only takes like maybe 10 minutes to cook. Just keep stirring it up until it gets brown. Then put it in a container, that's it. Ground beef and chicken, done for the week. Those are all of our lunches and sometimes my dinners. And for dinner, Zach does fish with veggies and rice every single day, literally every weekday. And we use the Uncle Ben's coconut jasmine rice. It is so freaking easy. You literally just open the packet, goes in there for 90 seconds, done. Okay, meal prep does not have to be hard. That is like the easiest meal prep ever. I've gotten it down to a science. I'm usually watching a movie while doing the chicken and me and Zach will rotate flipping it. (laughs) It's nice. So try that. All right, tip number three, make your bed. Sounds so simple and you know what? Like a lot of people do it, but a lot of people don't do it. But making your bed in the morning is just getting you ready for a successful day. So get up make that bed. Take the extra 30 seconds it takes to make your bed because you are going to feel so much better, so much more organized, so much more ready for the day if you just make the bed. It sounds so silly, but I want you to promise me you will just try it one day. And if you're like, okay, whatever, my bed's made, then fine, screw it. Don't do it. It's not for you. But I'm telling you, you're going to get home and that bed's going to be made and you're like, hell yeah, that was a good day. (laughs) So make your bed, take a picture of it, and then post it on Instagram and tag me and said, made my bed. You're welcome at Fitness with Broken. (laughs) But seriously, try it. I better get tagged in some pictures of y'all making your bed. All right. Tip number four, 10,000 steps a day. It seems like so simple to me sometimes. I'm like, okay, of course I walk 10,000 steps every day. But like, no, sometimes I don't because my full-time job is a job where I am at a desk most of the time. Like I'll get up and walk around because it's an office job, but a lot of times I'm seated. And you don't realize when you're sitting for like almost, you know, eight hours, not only do you have lower back problems, but you're not getting those 10,000 steps a day. So what I've started to do is set an alarm on my phone. So every hour I be sure I be sure. Oh my God. Uh, My job does include grammar. So that was bad. Anyhow, I'm sure to get up and take a lap around the office or I might go out to the parking lot if it's pretty out and take a lap around the parking lot. But just like every hour, just 
get up. Like I have a standing desk and every hour I try and make sure that I use it. So it's really important that you may think like, oh yeah, I got a good lift in this morning. I did cardio. Don't matter. If you did your 20 to 30 minutes of cardio, that is not going to be 10,000 steps. I don't care how fast you're running. You need to be moving all throughout the day, literally all throughout the day. And no, I'm not saying like you need to walk 12 hours. I'm just saying like every hour, give your, give your body some movement, get that blood flowing. Your body is going to love you for it. Tip Number five, 15 minutes of stretching. I used to be so bad at this. And then I hurt my lower back like really bad, really bad. I like cried. It was so painful. I mean, every step I took, I was just in pain. So ever since then, which it's been about mm, a month or two now, I stretch almost every single day and I foam roll every single day before bed. And it has made such a difference. Like not even just in, you know, preventing injury obviously but I just feel better like you feel lighter your body doesn't feel as tight I'm not getting as many headaches it's it's a laundry list of things your mindset is better and I mean I usually watch Love Island while I'm stretching before bed you can do whatever you want put on some music if you want to like relax yourself you can even stretch in bed I've done that a bunch it's so comfort comforting and there's actually a really good yoga person on YouTube yoga with Adrian, I think that's her name. I use her stuff all the time and I freaking love her. And she has a bedtime yoga session where you're literally in bed doing yoga and it's amazing. So try it. 15 minutes of stretching. It's not a lot. I mean, usually I do like 20 to 30 minutes, but that's just, I enjoy it. Some days I am pressed for time. Well, most days I'm pressed for time, but then I'll do my 15 minutes. Just try and get at least 15 minutes in of stretching. And if you are like, I don't know how to stretch, I don't know where to start, you're not alone. A lot of people don't know where to start in their stretching journey, and that's okay. And there are apps for that. That's like such like a, this is a, like a slogan, you know? There's an app for that. I feel like there's an app for literally everything. (laughs) That's so off topic. Anywho, but there is, like there are tons of free yoga apps or just stretching apps. If you go on YouTube, like I just said, Yoga with Adrian, there's all kinds, you could literally just type in 15 minute stretching routine and so many things will come up. And if you wanna focus on your lower back, for example, just put lower back yoga or lower back stretching, whatever it is, and so many different things will come up. Just, I mean, Google it and different stretches will come up. So no excuse of like, I don't know where to start because there's 100% plenty of places, Google and online and YouTube and apps. I mean, your phone can be your best friend when you need it. (laughs) I know social media and online can sometimes be like really toxic and really bad for self-image and things like that. But it can also really be used for good. I would like to think that there are plenty of pages out there that are so informative and so helpful in journeys like this. I follow a bunch of women who give really good tips for you know positive body image. They also give really great stretching routines. And a lot of yoga people have like yoga for beginners on their page and show you like how they got up to where they are because I would love to be doing some like headstands and holding up a handstand and all that kind of stuff I have a friend who only does yoga and I mean she looks great and it's just stretching is just so beneficial it just it goes on and on and on 
and everyone should do it. It doesn't have to be your only thing that you do. You don't have to fall in love with yoga and be a a yogi or anything like that. It's just some simple stretching and foam rolling. Oh my gosh. If you don't have a foam roller, just get one. Just do it. Try it out. There's also a bunch of YouTubes on how to foam roll, but it is Oh, it feels so good. (laughs) I really, really think that everyone should foam roll because I used to not. And like I said, then I hurt my back and now I do it all the time. And the long, like it's like the stretching and the foam rolling. It just loosens up your entire body and it like, it like flushes out toxins. It's just so great. I'm not kidding when I used to like get headaches all the time and now I don't. And I know everyone's always like, well, did you drink your water when you get a headache? But it's like, did you stretch? (laughs) Because your body gets so tense. And when everything is tense like that, you know, it's just everything hurts. Your head hurts, your back hurts, your arms hurt. So it's just really important, especially if you're getting a really, really intense workout, you want to loosen those muscles up because essentially what's happening when you're working out is you're like, like breaking your muscles (laughs) because you want to break them so you can rebuild them stronger, right? But you also need to make sure that they're stretched out and properly recovered so when they rebuild, they're good to go. And that's also why you should not stretch like during your workouts, if that makes sense. So like, I'm not gonna stretch while I'm doing a chest press or a squat or whatever, I'm gonna wait until my whole workout's over because you're already like essentially breaking your muscles and breaking those muscle fibers when you're lifting. So if you keep stretching, you're just gonna make them even more limber and then they're not gonna wanna lift. (laughs) If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm doing like (laughs) hand signals with it because I don't know if just words make sense there, but save the stretching for the end. Do not static stretch. I did a whole segment on this in another podcast, but don't ever static stretch before your workout because of what I just said. So you wanna do like dynamic warming up and dynamic stretching for your warmups. So that way you're just getting the blood flowing and you're getting your heart pumping, but you're not stretching out those muscle fibers, which you're about to break anyway. because they need to stay together so they're stronger okay yes i don't know if that made any sense but it does in my head but that's because ow oh i just kicked myself because i know what it means all right tip number six plan your days plan everything plan your workouts your meals and i want you to have a physical calendar i know it's easy to use your phone But I want you to like write it down. I want you to visualize it. I want you to see it. I have a calendar and I write everything in it. Like even if I go out to dinner, I write that down. I like to remember what I did. On the weekends, I fill it out. I mean, I always have my planner with me so I know what's going on. I have my appointments, my meetings, everything in there. I even schedule like, okay, record podcast today, post podcast. I mean, it's every Wednesday that I post it, but you know, I just, I schedule everything out. It's making an appointment with yourself because no one else is going to tell me like, hey, Rogan, don't forget to go record your podcast. Like I ain't at that level. I don't have a producer being like, yo, bitch, did you do it yet? (laughs) I have a sister who makes sure, but I have to make sure myself. So schedule those appointments with yourself and your workouts are just the same. You need to schedule those appointments with yourself. You cannot cancel on yourself. Gosh, you have to write it down and you have to commit 
to yourself. So I want you to go buy a planner if you don't have one. I know it's like, what, we're in like September already. (laughs) So you're gonna buy a calendar for the three months left of the year, four months left of the year, whatever the hell it is. Math is not my best friend today. Um, let's 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 count this out, people. We have all of September, October, November, December. Oh my God, four months! So oh, I had it. We are good. So I want you to go find a four-month calendar, or get one that also includes next year. Whatever, buy one. They're from you can get it at Target, Dollar Store, whatever it is. You can even print one out online so that it's free. Use your works printer. That's the easiest way to do it. Free and hole punch that thing, put it together. But it's so important to be able to write this stuff down. So like usually either every Sunday night or every Monday morning, I will get out my planner and I will plan everything for the week. So I'll put down like when I'm lifting, when I'm doing my cardio, you know, if my shift is different at work, what shift I'm working, whatever it is, I just make sure that I plan it all out. And if I, and I put it in pen, because if I mess up or have to reschedule something, I want to cross it out and move it so I can show myself like, okay, I crossed this out and I'm moving it and here's the reason why, but I like to hold myself accountable. So when I look back, like there's some weeks where I might've crossed out like every single workout and had to move it and I can be like, what the hell happened that weekend? Like that week, like what was I doing? Was I mentally just not there? Was I just genuinely that busy where I had to move things? Or was I just being straight up lazy? Which is okay sometimes, but like you just wanna be able to see that trend and see what's going on in your life and a planner just helps with that. And I mean, shit, when I was single, I wrote down all my dates (laughs) that I went on. And by the end of the year, I went back and counted them all up and it was an embarrassingly high number. We won't talk about it, but if y'all are singer, single, (laughs) not singer, single girlies, you want to write down your dates, write down their names, and then you can write down good or bad. (laughs) Never called back, but it's seriously so much fun. Like at the end of the year, to just go back through your calendar and see like, oh, what did I do? Like, oh, that idiot. (laughs) It's just really, like I saved that planner. I put it in my memory box because that was the year truly of like serial dating. This was literally right before Zach, like last year. And it was just kind of like my serial dating era where, you know, I was just kind of casually like dating people and just seeing what was, you know, what was out there. And I was like, oh, whatever. And, you know, I pretty instantly knew, like, mm, thanks, next. So it's just fun to keep track of that and see, see, see how it was going, you know? So if you're a single girly, I would suggest writing down your dates and how they went. You never knew that this podcast was going to turn into a single girly era. Now, did you? We just thought we were getting eight healthy habits. Mm. And you are, because you know what? That's a mental health habit right there, writing those damn dates down. So you can look back and be like, fuck Jonathan, fuck Josh, and fuck Caleb. <laughs> I'm so sorry to those three names. Those are just what came to my mind. I don't even, it's not like I was picturing anyone. I made sure not to use certain names. Okay, here we go. So that's tip number six, planning your days, workouts, meals. I used to even, I don't do it as much anymore because I pretty much eat the exact same thing literally every single day. But I would write down like what time I was going to eat, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what I ate, when I ate it, just to kind of like, get myself on track. I used to even send it to my mom to help keep me like consistent and 
held me account hold me accountable for it so that could be another idea if you guys are really struggling and like you're like okay I just keep snacking like all throughout the day or I just keep eating like every hour or you're not eating enough like write everything you eat down in your planner and what time you ate for like two weeks and see the trend send it to one of your friends if you also need to be held accountable you can send it to me whatever you need but just a planner is so important the planning is good to hold you accountable it's good to set appointments with yourself it's just that is like a huge tip is to plan i'm a big ass planner Mm -hmm. i plan like weeks out like okay what are you guys doing this weekend i think this is a good day for a girl's day like (laughs) it's important plan it out tip number seven Oh, look, I kind of already gave away this tip, but we'll do it again. At work, take hourly walks around your office. So I kind of gave that tip away in the 10,000 steps a day. I get a little ahead of myself there, but it is important because like I already said, like if you're sitting for eight hours, you know, it's, it's hard. Like sometimes I'll finish my water and I'm like, I don't feel like getting up and replacing it, but don't be lazy. Get your ass up, set that timer for every hour and just take a little loop around the office. Maybe there's a girl that you like and you will, if you're like, I don't mean it like that. I just mean, maybe there's someone you want to go talk to <laughs> on the other side of the office, or maybe there's a girl you really hate and you just want to walk by her and be like, mm-hmm, look at me today, honey. My booty looks good in this red jumpsuit. Today, actually, my jumpsuit is green and it's really cute. And I 10 out of 10 recommend. It was from Sheen, Shan, Shine. How the hell do you say that? Because I've heard it literally all those ways. Sheen, Shan, and Shine. I say Sheen because it's fucking it's easiest right but everyone else says something else and then everyone else says everyone's wrong so comment if you know how to fucking say that because i'm really curious anywho back to back to what i was saying take a loop around the office maybe there's a little cutie in the office you can go say hey and i in my office i preach like how important it is to know know your coworkers. <laughs> like First off, they might have something that is valuable to you and can make you better at work, even if they're not in the same department as you. Like, it's just important to know who you're working with. And I know you might think, like, it's just a job. I don't care. I don't want to be close with my coworkers. But first off, it's going to make your work life much better, no matter what. Even if there's a couple people that, like, ah, you don't fully get along with, that's okay. You don't have to like everyone. Just get to know everyone. That's all I'm saying. At least make an effort. Because, you know, it's a whole world of negative, a whole world of negativity, negative people. Be the positive one in it, you know? Get out there. Say, hey, it's not hard. I think almost everyone that walks in the office, I'm like, hi. And that's why, like, you know, the other day when I was, like, really just not feeling myself and I needed a day off, like, that day when I took Friday off work, I mean, I can't tell you how many texts and calls I got from my coworkers checking on me. Because, first off, because I got to know everyone and everyone knows me because I went out of my way to make sure that everyone is comfortable with me and that I'm comfortable with them because not only do I benefit from knowing my coworkers and their experiences and what they bring to the table and it makes me a better employee and worker, but I want them to know that they can come to me for things as well and I have a lot of experience to give and to help and it just makes for a better product in whatever job you are working. And... 
makes for a better social life, especially at work, makes it a little more fun. So, you know, it's really important to do that. And it was so, like, I felt so loved when I had everyone reaching out to me to see if I was okay, simply because I looked a little off at work the previous day and because I called out, which I never do. So, you know, get to know everyone at work. I know this was like a huge tangent, but my point is when you get up and walk around, get to know everyone. Then you're going to want to get up and walk around more often. Like I get up to go see our front desk girl, Jordana, because she is my bitch and I love her and she's all the way on the other side of the office. So I got to get up and go say, hey, so try that out. Last tip, sleep, rest. That's the tip, guys. I know. Seems like no shit. But do you know how many people are like, ah, I get four to five hours a night. Like, you're probably one of them. Why the hell are you getting four to five hours of sleep a night? You need like eight hours. Everyone is great at an eight hours sleeping. And I don't care what you say. If you're like, nah, I'm great at six. Try eight hours for a week and see how your body feels. I can tell when I am not sleeping enough or not sleeping well. Like it's important to not only get those eight hours, but get those eight hours of good sleep. Like you're not tossing and turning, you're not dreaming, you're just, you're resting, you're sleeping. And sometimes it's really hard to do that, but you have to learn how to turn your brain off. My boss at work actually helped me with this because I told him, like I'm just, I'm not sleeping at night, like I'm tossing and turning, I'm just dreaming all night. And you know, a lot of it was work related. And he's like, look, you know, turn it off. You have to learn to tell yourself like, this cannot be handled right now. Nothing is helping me in this moment thinking about it. Like you, you literally can't do anything. So just let it go until tomorrow. And it sounded so like when he told me, I was like, okay, sure. Like fucking easier said than done. But like I started doing that you know, when I started overthinking, like, okay, tomorrow I got to do this, tomorrow I got to do that, and this, and I got to go here, and blah, 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 like, no, shush, like, I can't worry about any of this right now, because it's not getting done, and all it's doing is making me tired for all those things I have to do tomorrow, and it took, like, a couple of weeks, almost a month, to really sink in, like, okay, don't focus on this right now, but eventually, it really works, and now when I go to bed, I am not thinking about what I have to do tomorrow, not at all, Because first off, it's all written down in my motherfucking planner, ready to go because I'm organized and I know what I got to do tomorrow. But also because I know at that moment when I am laying in my bed trying to go to sleep, I cannot do a damn thing about what I'm going to do tomorrow. So there ain't no point in thinking about it. So you need to do that as well. Turn your brain off. Sometimes, like for me, I watch TV to go to sleep. Some people can't sleep with the TV on. So maybe you can listen to a noisemaker. Me and Zach have a noisemaker that I really like. Um, He doesn't like the TV, although he's been getting used to it. Um, But I watch Friends to go to sleep because Friends is just the show that I've seen 8,000 million times. And it's not a show that I feel like I need to stay awake to see what happens next because I already know what happens next. So it's just something that like keeps my mind occupied and I can just doze off to Um, find a show like that for you that you've seen a bunch. You don't feel, you know, excited like you have to stay up to know what happens next. You can just fall asleep. And yet at the same time, you keep the volume low, but, you know, you know what's going on so you can keep your mind focused on that. Try the sound maker. We let, I we used to listen to waves, but it was making me pee like <laughs> all throughout the night. I think because of the water. <laughs> so 
so we finally turned it off and now I don't pee in the middle of the night anymore it's great um now we listen to the wind and that's much more soothing ow I just twisted my neck good god in heaven um so sleep get that rest and more so than just sleep that's why I say sleep and rest because I mean if your body is too tired to work out rest if you've done six workouts rest (laughs) your body needs that time to recover or it's never going to grow right so you need to learn to rest your body I'm not saying don't work out work out get your stuff in but also rest when necessary very important okay we just went over eight healthy habits and I know y'all wrote them down but I'm gonna go back through them one more time number one drink eight ounces of water before every meal I don't know why I'm talking so annoying step two meal prep Mm -hmm. importante try to only eat out on the weekends tip three make your bed don't forget to take a picture of it send it to me tag me on Instagram I'm gonna be proud of y'all Four, 10,000 steps a day. Tip five, 15 minutes of stretching every day. Six, plan your days. Plan it all in a physical calendar. Seven, hourly walks around the office. Make friends. And tip eight, sleep and rest. All of these things are going to lead you to a healthier lifestyle. These are all things that I literally sat down just the other day and I was like okay I want to do something that where it's like small just like little healthy habits that like I do all the time already not even thinking about it like these are all things that I do every single day and I I mean the stretching is like a little hit or miss but these are just things I do every day and I was just like okay what 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 is it that I do every day that makes me feel like I live a healthy lifestyle and those were all things that came to my mind and that's what I wrote down so you have those eight tips those are things that I do. Um, I think that I live a pretty balanced and healthy lifestyle. So try those out and see how it goes. Now, not all habits will stick. First off, it takes 14 days to form a habit. So maybe pick like one at a time, (laughs) one at a time for 14 days and then add in a new one, add in another one. And like I said, some of them you're not going to like. So maybe those ones aren't right for you. Some people cannot have a physical calendar in their purse or on their person. And that's okay. If you have an app that you like, that's fine. But whatever it is, just just try it all. Maybe you're going to love making your bed. You have to try it for 14 days. Whatever of all those eight habits, try them all. 14 days and if after 14 days you're still like fuck this then don't do it (laughs) and that is how i will end this podcast thank you guys so much for listening this week please don't forget to rate comment subscribe review all the things i cannot wait for next week's let's weigh in but thank you guys for listening to this week's episode i will catch up with you guys soon okay bye